Okay. Oh, we're live. Uh, this is episode <laughs> 41 of the Flame Sandcast, I think. It's oh Saturday afternoon, 4.30. Tyler just woke up. I just got out of bed 45 minutes ago. I, uh... It is episode 41, by the way. shower. Dropping shit. Brushed my teeth. Had some raspberries for breakfast. You had raspberries for breakfast? I love raspberries. Good okay. stuff. You know? It's good. <laughs> this is the worst fucking start of our podcast. Usually you count me and you're like, okay. But this time it was just like, oh, here Yeah, we go. but I just wanted to get it going because we were actually talking about stuff. We need to start recording while we speak. So, four games left. Looks like we're going to clinch first in the Pacific. I mean, uh, we pretty much have to lose outright. San Jose win outright to get it. If San Jose lose tonight or we win one more game, we pretty much got it, which is solid. I'm really happy about coming first in the West and first in the Pacific. That's going to help in playoffs for sure, and I think that just bodes well for morale in a team that maybe could use a little boost right about now. Absolutely. And Monaghan, Monaghan like, finally got that boost now too. He got a couple last night, so... We needed we needed the guys to start firing away here too. Like, okay, let's let's put aside this Western Conference, winning the Western Conference. Like, we basically got it now. Now let's focus on getting this team off the streaky shit and start getting into playoff mode ASAP. So, do you think that once we clinch, we'll rest players, or do you think that we'll want to play them into form? Peter seems like the type of guy that's going to keep playing them into form. I don't think he's going to rest anybody, especially with the think, way they've been playing. I think it playing. might be a bit of a rotational rest. Maybe, Since but... Since we've juggled the lines a bit, we're not, we're not married to having, you know, Goudreau, Monaghan, Lindholm, and then keeping them on there at all the same time. Well, I guess, like, he's trying, to, he's trying to have a plan B if things just go shitty in the playoffs at the beginning. Like, what other lines could possibly work? What kind of combinations could possibly work? I mean, everybody needs a plan B, right? I mean, that's... Even the Enterprise had really a fucking good. holodeck. <laughs> How is that a plan B? Well, because if a girl says no to you, you just go to the holodeck and just... <laughs> wow, man, that's not a plan. That's like, How did you think of that? If we're thinking I... Enterprise, you could plan B is like escape pods. Ah. And when they separate the saucer section You know, if from shit is... If life section. sucks, you go to the fucking holodeck. That is a good plan B. I actually heard a joke. It's like, uh, it's like the, uh, the odds of this are even greater than that the enterprise crew didn't use the holodeck for sex yeah exactly <laughs> we all know they use it for that anyhow yeah i agree like i, I think i forgot what i was going to say no but we were we were talking about the the juggling of the lines and i said it's a plan b to just kind of have like another line set up in your head that's like okay well if this is not working we're going to try this well i think along the lines of we haven't seen the kind of production that we saw from Goudreau, Monaghan, Lindholm pre-All-Star game after the All-Star game. In fact, if anything, it's been a bit worrying. And luckily for us, our secondary scoring has stepped up quite a bit. But again, in the playoffs, we're going to need that top line to fire. And they're going to need to play like they did in 2018, essentially. Otherwise, it's going to be a really, really, really short run, I think. I wouldn't, like, paint it out that bad. Like, I think it's... Okay, let's look Playoff, at this playoffs, playoffs is different though, right? Like the second you get in the playoffs, these players are so fucked. Like even James Neal's going to skate. By the way, speaking of James Neal, he got his new teeth and they are so white and they are so straight. Mm-hmm. My God. How many pairs of fake teeth does this guy have? You must just have them at home and just pop them in. 
When he was on the bench and was watching the game, he had like a little chuckle with somebody. he was watching the game. Big toothy grin. I was like, man, give me your dentist number. Those are great. <laughs> Anyhow, look at teams like Dallas, for example, and Colorado, who we could potentially match up against in the first round. Colorado's getting players back from injury, starting to heat up. Dallas not losing a lot and also getting amazing goaltending from Ben Bishop. Now, I don't know if he's hurt or not, but some things that we haven't seen lately from the Flames in, the, in terms of players getting hot come playoff time. Does that concern you at all? No, I don't think so. Great like, answer. No. What do you mean it's a great answer? I mean, good. Yeah, no, they're... I, like I said, playoffs is a different beast. These guys, like, it would be nice if they weren't doing the things that, I don't know. Like, for example, Johnny, he's, he's almost holding the puck too much right now. Like, he's fighting it because he's trying to get back to the form that he had before the All-Star break. You can tell. And he just keeps, like, he'll just hold it that extra couple seconds longer and then has a tendency to lose it, right? Like, I just don't want guys to develop bad habits before the playoffs like if you're working hard to like, like get losing. back like losing but in general like but if if johnny for example like there was a play last night where geo was kind of skating toward the zone we were on a power play and he had a wide open lane to just go into the zone gain the zone but he per he still waited for johnny to come up and everyone that stands are like just fucking get inside. Like yeah. you don't have to be a robot about some of this stuff, and it might actually Especially help Johnny. When every out. team knows that that's our play. Yeah, like, it's so obvious. I know. And when we telegraph it like that, you know. I know, but it, it it would help Johnny to be kind of outside the box with that. Like Gio, just get in the zone, let Johnny work for it after dumping or something. Right? It's not his style, but anyhow, it's not. I can go on about that, but in general, I think these guys once playoff mode hits. I'm not too concerned. I think things will start stepping up. I just don't want any bad habits right now being developed. Good point. Good point. I mean, because we don't have that much playoff experience on this team. Well, but you know what we do have? Who? Real deal. Yeah. So be, I'm hoping that he can be a good leader watching in the, the, game in the last dressing night, room. I know you were at the game, but watching the game, the commentators were saying, the Flames signed James Neal for the playoffs. Do you think that statement is yeah, true? But that doesn't Did we mean sign that he James can, Neal for the playoffs? You can't just lay an egg all fucking season and show up in the playoffs. What if we weren't going to make it? Do you? But uh, I totally agree with you. Absolutely right. But do you agree that we solely signed James Neal no, for the playoffs? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely that's the, not. That's the fine, upstanding journalism of Eric Francis. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan. But not many people are. But it's just, a, it's just not a... It's not a comment that I would ever agree with. It's like you're actually you're you're signing a guy so that he can help lead this team into the playoffs, not to sign a guy to help you in the playoffs. Like I I maybe we're kind of focusing on little details here, but like ultimately a guy like him should help guide this team to the playoffs, which he's done none of. Aside from maybe what he says in the dressing room or like provides the his leadership, right? the, the intangibles, intangibles, sure, maybe he's doing that. And like we can't, we can't, you can't fucking, measure that. There's no yeah. statistics. There's no but data. I could tell you that his statistics, the hard numbers, are fucking garbage right now for a guy of his caliber. And he did not help us get into the playoffs. Quite frankly, if anything, he might have put us in positions where we were going to struggle to get into the playoffs because every time this guy plays. It's, it's a minus in my head. Now, last night, in fairness, he actually played pretty good. 
I actually just focused solely on him on his lines whenever he went on the ice. He was skating a lot more, getting a lot more involved with the play. Uh, like if he starts getting into playoff mode that people keep calling it, then maybe it's going to help us, right? But I don't know. Like the guy wasn't signed for the playoffs. The guy was signed to help us get there. I think that's a big distinguishing piece of I don't, I didn't even information. Think that. I think it's generally signed as an all-around improvement to the team. To yeah. have that right winger who's supposed to be a bona fide first liner. Absolutely. To have that guy who can slot in next to Goudreau and Monaghan. All of that speaks towards building towards a playoff run. Not just specifically sign, okay, you know, take 82 games off. Where you're here for the, the 16 wins that we need in the playoffs. No, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. But hopefully he comes good in the playoffs. I mean, well, we need him to something be good. needs to happen with this massive deal because it's been an absolute flop so far. We, we've had like we've had we've had a real gold nugget with Lindholm, and then we've had the, the absolute opposite of that with uh, James Neal. But enough about that. Let's move on. Did you want to mention anything about the Ducks, Dallas, or LA games? To me, it just seemed we kind of, and I've noticed this a bit. Maybe this is just me, but it seems once a game has kind of gone to the stage where one team looks like they're mailing it in, they're mailing it in hard. Yeah, like, like there's like, no oh, urgency. Whatever, right? You know, there's no you know. urgency and. Can the you blame LA him? game, we got shut out, right? Yeah, but, but Campbell was playing really well. Sure, but we weren't really... I, I, Kachuk echoed what I said afterwards. He said, lots of shots, not many that were quality. Yeah. Just kind of half-board, you know, a little snapshot here and there. Nothing that's really dangerous, right? And credit to LA. When they had their chances, a two-on-one caught us on the break, they made them count. They made them count. And they had, like, they had some rockets, and they had some nice goals. And, you know, I don't like losing to any Pacific Division rival, but... It didn't really look like we had that urgency that night. And I, I, I don't remember the Dallas game that well, but... You know, I we think, had no urgency there either. I think it's the same kind of thing. And when we just... We got lucky against Anaheim when we showed up and Ryan Miller finally had a howler against us. Yeah, Specifically he was, quoting he was that Geo goal. He was poor. But, you know, I look at that team, the way they're being managed Anaheim, I think it's all wrong, but... Yeah, but it's six. Yeah, but it's six one. Like it's still a big score. That was a big game for everybody. Like you know, do you remember earlier on, maybe two or three weeks, maybe a month ago, we played Ottawa. Ottawa just stopped playing. Right when these teams now at this point of the season, when one team knows it's over, it's like this isn't worth my time. Yeah, and maybe they're a bit don't want to get injured playing so many. But you know, the Flames aren't in a position where we're having to scrap for a playoff spot in the last last few games of the season. So I think we could see some serious juggling of lines here and maybe a few times where we'd lack the urgency but i hope that's just in preparation for the big games that come post august 10 which will be uh i'm looking forward to that i'll tell you that what when is our when is what day does the playoff starts again the 10th of the April. 10th okay so Not august sorry like, sorry the, i meant to say april 10th yeah april. i know i was like august um watch watch out <laughs> yeah that's a while um okay I cool. think it's the 10th. It's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday of... Today's March 30th. It's like 11 days from now. Yeah. It should be on the 10th. Okay. Obviously, our first game will be at home. Um, yeah. Yeah, no matter what. Um, but I just wanted to know what day it was. Anyhow, we'll uh, so figure it out. When we look at who we could possibly play, assuming we finish first, which is a pretty safe assumption at this point, Colorado, Arizona, Dallas, and perhaps an outside chance with Minnesota, very outside. Who do you, who do you want to avoid? 
Yeah, I want to avoid. So I obviously I would want to avoid Dallas because I again I you and I disagree with this, but I feel like Dallas has our number this year. We haven't beat them once, and we're very ineffective the against Dallas them game, all you know, season. We didn't play well. We've never played well against them. That's I'm wondering if they've just figured out our tactic and they've just neutralized us. See, and you mentioned that you made a good point saying Peters is perhaps juggling the lines in an effort to counter the system that Dallas puts out against us because we've had absolutely no love with it well, before. Well, he, he made that major shuffle before that game. Right, but was like that due to playing lines. Dallas or was that due to us playing like dog shit? Well, that's, that's the problem. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not convinced it was purely for Dallas, but it just was convenient timing that it was against a team that we've struggled with all season. Did he keep that up in Anaheim or no? Not really. I mean, we, we saw some mixing during the game, but there's one thing about... Peters that whenever he tries this line shuffle thing he only he doesn't show much much conviction for it like he'll do it for like the first 10 minutes of the game and then and then it just goes back to the to the old lines right and okay I mean it it, it is what it is if the game is not going the way you think and you need to go back to your try tested you know lines fine obviously I'm not gonna no one's gonna criticize you for that but if you really do want to give a couple other shuffles a go here maybe this is the time to do it the whole game. Like whether you win or lose at this point is not necessarily a big deal in the sense that it doesn't change your standing, but at the same time, you want some continuity before the playoffs. And I mean, like if he does, does recognize that Dallas seems to have our number, then yeah, maybe that was it. Let but. me just tell you why I think I'd rather avoid Colorado than Dallas. One, Dallas still has... A lot of baggage, I think, within that team, between management, maybe even in the roster, and so on. You've got star players like Jamie Benn, who are not playing up to their potential. That's for sure. Whereas Colorado has perhaps one of the most dangerous lines in the NHL. You've got Landeskog, McKinnon, Rantanen. I, I do not want to face off against those guys. Granted, we've had some luck against them, but I mean, they're currently playing better than our top line. I'm not a fan of that. Another reason why I don't want to play Colorado is that they seem to have a better mentality going into this. They struggled hard. They were out of the playoffs for a while. They pushed hard to get back in there. Now they've got a bit of a buffer there. I think they have that kind of, they've earned it. Whereas Dallas has earned it too, but they might be a bit more laissez-faire about it. I just want to avoid Colorado because that, that line scares me and they just, to me, seem like a better team. It is a good point. That that is a dangerous line, probably one of the more more dangerous lines in the league. So, but you know the Dallas thing too. I think we just need to dominate those first two home games, and then Dallas will fold like a house of cards. Like if you go out there and you absolutely crush those guys, you get some decent goaltending, and your your lines start producing. There, there's no way back. It, it'll be a sweep. Like we will sweep those guys. But I mean, if they get in there and have a few opportunities it could it could go bad for either one of us but we, I, I we think would either both way prefer you want to set the, or I, sorry arizona <laughs> oh obviously i think either way you want to set the tone right but arizona's what yeah, four points back? i don't think they're gonna make it so three, it, it three points nice. back it three points at this juncture arizona, of the season actually is arizona just lost to colorado yesterday i think okay like wow. that was a big game and Colorado came up trumps in that one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it looked a lot easier when it was Arizona, Minnesota, Dallas. Now it looks a bit tougher, right? That being said, 
I'm glad it's not San Jose or Vegas. True. Vegas would be, especially, if, so when is Flurry supposed to come back? Because he, he'll be back for playoffs. Yeah, because he's, he'll be back. For he's playoffs. not injured, right? He's just, I think Vegas is just going to, like he, he like had a baby, right? And then Flurry didn't have a baby. Who the fuck he's had hurt. a baby? Okay, anyway, so he's hurt. All right. There is a player out I mean, there that... Arizona's not going to catch Vegas. Yeah. Vegas isn't going to catch San Jose. Yeah. Who cares, right? Yeah, fair enough. Um, San Jose isn't going to catch us. You know, the West is pretty locked down in those one, two, three spots. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I hope that that, that that series goes to seven, and it's just brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. That way we can take on the winner and hopefully be done in four. I'm going for the sweep. Whatever playoff pools, I'm calling the Flames in four. Well, but every us. year we do our playoff pool, and I always pick the Flames and all their players, and everybody trolls me in that. But so now I can't do it gonna now. Pick everyone's the... going to pick Flames. Well, yeah. Your strategy. So now out. my strategy is out the fucking door. <laughs> Actually, I would have won last year if, you're, if, you're, if your dad didn't pick Flurry, but... Anyway. Yeah, it's what he does, you know. Yeah, smart thing. pick. Any other thoughts on Arizona, Minnesota? No, I like. I agree. Like, I think Arizona. It just looks like the wheels are coming off at the yeah, wrong time. Like, it's either it's either Colorado or or Dallas. I don't think it's going to be anyone else. Looks likely to be Colorado. They're three points behind Dallas, but yeah. it'll be a good series. I think. I think we can carry it. I just think if we can shut down that top unit. We'll have a lot of success, and if we can get, if we can get our top line playing, playing well, our secondary, we're a deeper team in yeah. every aspect. Maybe not goalies. I, I, they have Varlamov and some other clown in net, but if our, if we can get some decent goaltending here, watch out. Hopefully, we can start to heat up in that first round. Yeah. Speaking of goaltending, playoff starter. I knew, I knew you were gonna. Yeah, I knew you were gonna segue into this. <laughs> Wait, wait a fucking! <laughs> you're like the king of Segway now, like you're that guy. I'm a transition master. Yeah, you're a transition master. You're gonna, you're like the guy that makes the cor- corny, the corny fucking jokes at the party too. Um, it's one A one B. It's not what I wanted, but it's basically we're playing you till you lose. I think that's what's happening. I think Smith, I think Smith I think is Smith starting it. Yeah, I think Smith is starting it, but. I don't think Peters is going to have any qualms if Smith has a five-goal-against game, regardless if we win or not, and try Riddick the next game. I think he's going to have I, I think if we very lose, little threshold. If we lose 5-1 or 7-2, Smith goes back in. I don't know. I don't think so. I just think Peters trusts the playoff experience of Smith. I think Peters likes the way Smith plays, especially with regard to handling the puck. I think something happened a little bit along the way between Riddick and, and Peters that sullied the relationship a little bit. You know, he just never really seemed to have that chance again. And his numbers are good, but it just seems that there's a bit of confidence and trust that was lost there somehow along the way. I don't know what I can say along it, but it just looks like body language and starts and ability to play game in game out like he did in 2018 if you will seems to be slightly diminished than it was before but that being said I just think we're gonna go with Smith and I think I don't think there's gonna be that short a leash on him I think it's gonna be quite a 
quite a margin for error, but hopefully we don't have to go that far. I don't know, man. If he really lets stressful. in a couple howlers in a game, like I, I have a feeling. When he's, was the he's... last time he let in like a real howler though? Like okay, a, like remember that on. goal against Philadelphia that he steered into the net? Yeah. Do you remember that? When was the time he let in one like that? Why are you? But you've really set the bar Look, very. I know, but no, I'm, I'm actually saying... quite high for shit because, <laughs> like, I basically got to find something as poor which. I can't until I look at like freaking midget A, okay? Like, I, there's no way an NHL goalie should ever do that. I agree. And yesterday, like that goal against was not his fault, and he played pretty good. But he's still doing the fucking garbage with handling the puck, and I don't like it. I don't like this whole trust him try, uh, playing the puck and shit. I don't trust him worth a shit when he dry, plays the puck, honestly. Do you know in the warm-up, when the players skate around and shoot into the empty net? Smith does the same thing. He yeah. skates around and shoots it. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> he again, didn't score. He missed them all, but... <laughs> yeah, he's been definitely a little bit... He's definitely been more consistent in maybe the last 10 starts he's had, but to to say that he won't have any howlers is is a, is a very big claim. I oh, think he will. I didn't say that. No, I... But I just said if he has a howler, I think that he's not going to get yanked. I think he will. I think he will, if he, especially if he has, like, a couple in a game. I mean... Mm, I hope he doesn't have any. I really, I really hope he doesn't. Do I think he won't? Probably not. But this is. Do I hope if he doesn't? This turns absolutely. into that year when we had Elliott in net and he was letting in one or two dog shit goals every playoff game. Like we're gonna be always this this uphill battle game after game, and you can't put that kind of pressure on your offense. Like you you can't sit there and put yourself at a disadvantage. So if he lets in, like let's say two games. And Smith has let in a couple howlers per game in the first two games. I think you have no choice but to go to Riddick for game three and four. I okay, think. maybe two games consecutively. We lose two games yeah, largely because of Smith. I could see I could see Peters going to Riddick. But I'm then. working with your logic because you're saying like even if he has one, a shitty game, he's going to play next one, game. One game, I don't think he gets yanked. Two okay. games, I think he does. I'll meet you at two games. Yeah, like I think if he has a couple games, even if we win. And he has just, like, he looks shaky as fuck. I think if we win, we're fine. I don't know. If he looks shaky and we're, when we found our stride for scoring and we're playing good defense and he's, let it, he's, he's got like a 75% save percentage in two games, it's like, well, what, what is the worst that's going to happen by putting Riddick in that when defense is firing, offense is firing? What's we, the worst? We lose again? No, but that's I'm saying that, that like if, if yeah, that is the worst that happens. But if your defense and your offense is playing that well, it's probably not going to happen. And you have a, like I said, I'm, I gave I you think if our defense and our offense is playing that well. It doesn't really matter who's in that. I guess, but I don't want my goalie to be 750. No, I I don't want him to be 850 either, right? Well, I know, but I he has a tendency to be 750. He some has games. a tendency to be like 89, 888. That's still that's very lucky. Sh- that's still pretty shit. But it's lucky. It should be over 900. For a goalie, Absolutely. I expect a goalie like Smith to be over 900. I, don't, I, I agree with like, you. Like, I actually rate the guy very high in my head. I'm not making him sound like a freaking elite goalie. And he's not an elite goalie, to be clear. But he's really but high up in my list. Sign him? Didn't we think he was? I, I was, like, on the cusp of it. We're talking about him playing for Team Canada. This is an elite goalie we No, got but him. I said that for a lot. It's been a while since he was at that caliber. I, I think he was, like, kind I of... I think when he came in, I was under the impression he was elite. Yeah, like... But this was his chance to play on an elite team. Sort of. We were an elite when, when we got him. We're elite now. Yeah. Number well, one in the West, West is, yeah, is an elite team. For sure. 
you're the number one seed. You're the best team in the Western Conference. Yeah, I agree. It's not because of goaltending. I can tell you that no, much. No, not at all. No, this year had nothing to do with goaltending. But Riddick won like 20-something games. It's not like, you know, he played really well in some of those games. Absolutely. He, he stole us a he couple wins incredible. here and there. And, yeah. and in fairness, Smith did too. But Smith, I think he's lost us more games than won us games. Right? Whereas I think Riddick is the opposite. Riddick has won us more games than lost us games, right? Sure. So I don't disagree with that either. I yeah, think that's, but that's true. But at this but that point should in have the been season, it hasn't right? run like that. I know, but at, at that point, it shouldn't have been a 1A, 1B. It should have just been straight up, well, this guy is more beneficial for our team. So all things considered, we both agree it's Smith who starts game yeah, one? for sure. Well, he's been the most consistent lately anyway. And I agree with you. I think something two two howler two games with two, two howlers. shitty games. Let's just call it shitty games. Like two shitty games by him to for Smith uh, Smith to be like, or sorry Peters to be like, "Okay. Like let's try Riddick now, right?" It, again, like I think we're in a good spot in the sense that both these guys are good. Smith has gained some consistency now. That's a big thing for us. So there's no need to really harp at it, I guess, but we're we're fortunate that at least one of them is playing consistently right now. And that's all we can ask is just consistency out of these guys. Don't be fucking fancy. Just play the game straight. Meat and potatoes. Make the save. Cover those rebounds if you need to cover it. If even the slightest hesitation, just fucking cover it. Keep it simple. Right? Don't don't try to like stick handle this puck for more than a second. Just get rid of it. Don't go up the middle. Like, just fucking don't do stupid shit. Like, I just, it will drive me fucking crazy. And everybody in Calgary, including people who don't even watch fucking hockey, when Smith gives the uh, the fuck away, when he overhandles it again, and they score against us. And if that's a, like, a goal that's, like, the game winner for the other team, I'm going to break my table, man. Like, we, we don't need that. Just keep it fucking simple. You're... You're a very, very good goalie. We all trust you, but just don't fucking give us a reason not to trust you. It was, it was, it was bad that the fans booed him that, that day, and he, he called it out. But again, like, you're a professional hockey player. Unfortunately, this comes with the territory. Yeah. Well, right? there's an expectation about your play, right? Yeah. How you've got to be and how you conduct yourself. And, and right now, I think Flames fans are impatient for the playoffs to start. Like, the city... The city needs some like this. Like everyone's like jonesing for some fucking playoff hockey, right? So I think everyone's emotions are heightened naturally as well. So fans are not doing smart things either. Like it's not a good thing to boo your boo your own players, but like they were hucking hats on the ice last night because they thought Monaghan had a fucking hat trick. Like everybody's so drunk at the game, they don't even listen to the uh, the the PA guy. The PA guy said clearly that they credited uh, Monaghan's second goal, originally his second goal, to Neil. Yeah. And when Monaghan scored his actual second goal, everybody's hucking hats on the ice. Yeah. And, know, yeah. and my buddy and I, we were like yelling. We're like, it's his second goal. Like, people are so fucking, like, ready for playoffs. Like, they don't give a shit about what they hear. It's, like, we stopped this one kid from hucking his hat. I'm like, dude, don't do it. He's like, why? I'm like, because it's not a hat trick. And I think the PA guy actually felt like shit. He didn't want to say it. He said his 30-something of the season. Typically, they say his third goal of the game or his second goal of the game and 30th of the season or whatever it was. But even the PA guy's like, no, no, I'm just going to say what his goal of the season is. <laughs> like, he's like, it's embarrassing, man. Like, it's good to say. Anyway, passion's good, but everyone's just excited to get playoffs started, I think. It was funny. 
Yeah, it was pretty funny. Like, I don't know if you noticed that when you were watching it. They they mentioned it, yeah, that it was two goals. And they just kind of sat there and they're like, ha, 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 ha. (laughs) But whatever, right? Let them have their fun. Yeah, for sure. So you... It's close. It's two and a half. But what do you... Round up. Yeah, two and a half. I feel like that goal for Neil is almost like a... It's like charitable, really. Neil needs... Neil, God, don't, don't, don't go there. Not, not now. So... You're okay with the goaltending then? Like, are you at all concerned about it? Like, what? I mean, what do we? What do I? What can I really do? I don't. I know. don't think it's been handled the best way possible. I think Peters has tried to handle it in the best way he thinks, but it doesn't. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Yeah. I honestly think something happened along the line with Riddick that that didn't impress him, and I agree. he did not like that. Do you? Th- That's do you why think, Smith like, got the chance, right? Do you think Peters holds kind of grudges like this? Like, I feel like he does. Like he. Uh, you heard him talk about Eddie Lack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I just feel I like mean, he can't how, be punitive. How much did it take for Eddie Lack to get called out publicly like that in the most embarrassing way? I know who's 60th. Wow. <laughs> it's not much worse than that. He's basically saying you're the worst goalie in the NHL. Hey, Eddie. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> You're 60th in NHL. Uh, I mean, I, I think he does hold the grudge, right? And if he likes you, he's not afraid to let you know. If he doesn't, I think he's not afraid to let you know, right? Peters is the kind of guy who's not afraid to let you know what he's thinking. Like, he's not your buddy. You no, just, he's, he's just not like, anyone's buddy. You better just fucking play. Yeah. Like, that, that's all I'm here to oversee you do is just play well. He, just, he, do, he looks like the guy who doesn't have many friends and seems totally fine with it. Like, he doesn't really <laughs> care. It's like, why would anyone like me? I'm going me? to my I, farm in the offseason. I wouldn't like me, yeah. yeah. Grow well, beans. He's got a wife, and that's good enough for him, right? Yeah. He just calls it a day. <laughs> but, man, I, I just think that... At this point, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of it. I'm indifferent. I just want whoever plays to be good. You don't have to be great. Just be good. I will take great, absolutely. Just be good. Like, Johnny, be good, you know? That's what I want. And I don't know if I'll get it, but that's what I want. So I think it'll be Smith. I think Smith has got the, the veteran experience. I think he's played well enough to... Semi deserve it. I don't know if Riddick's attitude is necessarily one of pick me, coach, pick me, I'm ready to go, or how much he really wants it. Yeah, he's kind of holding off now, right? He seems just kind of a bit <sighs> temper tantrum like almost. Just a bit. I think he just set, because he had set a pretty decent standard throughout the season, especially before the All Star break, I think he may have, if we were to look things at his eyes, maybe he felt a little. Maybe betrayed is a strong word for this, but no, I think he maybe feel he just a bit stabbed in the yeah, back. Yeah, like he's like, you know, well, fuck, man. Like, I like what I more am you, I supposed to do? Yeah, right? like I got this many wins. I had one of the highest this save heart. percentages in the league before the All Star break. Like, what the fuck did I do to you to not start the next game? And what did I do to like just not get your confidence to start, let's say, six games in a row, win or lose? Like, what? Why aren't I getting the same treatment as the other guy? Right and. Like, from a human standpoint, I can see it. But, again, you guys are, you guys are highly paid, uh, high-performing, and um, high-standard athletes that have to act professional, regardless. Like, you may feel that you got slighted, but guess what? You just got to carry on and do your job because the team is, is going to benefit more 
if you treat the game and treat your job as professionally as possible. If you're putting in the performances that gained us wins and you know you stole us a few games here and there, then people see it. And eventually you will get those starts. You just have to have a good attitude about it, right? Like emotions can, can get the best of us. We're not perfect. We're human. But unfortunately, that well, level, you have to be... to change his outlook, right? Absolutely. I don't know like, if that's happened. And, and, but I mean, this like, is all pure speculation. And he's but. not old or anything. Like He's got years to figure this out. But it's, it's more of the case of like, I think if you stayed professional, and again, this is assuming we, th- we think what happened was more of a personal personality clash between the two. But assuming that's the case, you as a player needed to kind of be humble about it and just be like look like you know what 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 happened like let's let's work it out sorry coach like i'm gonna work harder and keep my head down and when you decide to play me i'm ready you know and then that's it i i think peters is a simple conversation guy too just two lines you know no need to fucking talk about your feelings just fucking you tell him dude i get it i apologize i shouldn't have done x and I'm, i'm gonna work hard and and just fucking be ready for you you know don't bring your feelings into my office jesus well, fuck like i just again we don't know bill peters but like he just strikes me as a guy is like if i go in there and be like i feel like shit you wouldn't today talk to bill peters about your feelings i would not <laughs> if, if if i'm on the flames and i feel like i'm just totally getting screwed over with ice time whatever i'm not going to be like i feel like i'm not i'm gonna be like what do i need to do to get into your eyes like what do i need to do for you to trust me that i can play on this on third line or whatever just tell me, and I will fucking show it to you. Well, whatever's happened, we have no idea. No idea. We're just <laughs> going on a fucking It looks like here. it's Smith. So, go Mike Smith, go. Stop the puck. Go Flames, go. Anything else? I got nothing. You got nothing, finally. You? We've all been waiting for that moment. No, I just, I mean, I hope the San Jose game on Sunday is uh, fun to watch, but... Uh, by that time, hopefully we've wrapped it up, not let it get too close. We've got L.A. and Anaheim immediately after that, and then Edmonton at home to finish it off in what should be a thrilling, absolutely worth nothing game between two uh, bitter rivals where I can go. I'm going to the game. and That's I'm an going Edmonton to... classic. Yeah. Oh, boy, look, they're out, and we're in. <laughs> Surprise. Again. We're first in the West, and you have a first, first odds for lottery pick no matter what. Yeah, you're going to get it for sure. <sighs> what a joke. <laughs> you, know, you know what pissed me off? Some, something happened. Like Anything can happen in a Flames game. Beautiful goal, but McDavid scored that one between his legs, and then NHL.com was like, oh, my God. He broke the laws of physics. Yeah, broke the laws. Like, I fucking hated that. He descended that. from heaven to grace us with his presence on the ice. You literally cannot break the law of physics, guys. So don't say it ever again. What kind of journalistic shit is this? And yeah. Yeah, he broke the laws of physics. I don't even know who runs that. But hopefully we can channel that Calgary hate on into a Calgary victory in the first round of the playoffs. And That's many all more that to come. That's all Many that more to come. Well, that was episode 41 of the Flames Fancast. You can follow us on Twitter at Flames Fancast. Uh, you can email us, flamesfancast at gmail.com. Those are about the only two ways you can reach us. So uh, if you feel so inclined, Twitter. go ahead. Uh, we love chatting with you and hearing your opinions and letting you know what we know about the Flames, which uh, apparently isn't very much, but we, lo- we like to give it a shot anyhow. But we really do like interacting with you guys and getting to know the fans and 
every level possible. So take care. Enjoy your Saturday. Uh, enjoy this three-game away trip. And then back home against Edmonton before the playoff starts. I'm ready. I'm excited. Hope you are too. Go Flames, go. Bye-bye. Stop and they be goddess just to cop the weekend fast.